<laughs> I was talking with my friend down down south in Florida earlier, and he uh, he was playing COD, and I was just we were on FaceTime, and I was like, "Dude, this medication is just whooping my ass." And he goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "There was one time a sinus infection." He goes, "He goes, I shit my pants three times in one day," and I was like, "Oh, dude." You better get but them no, extra underwear going. No, no, like, like seriously, like, what do you, what do you think, like, the, I, it, surely, do you think you could like shit in under twenty seconds, like, be done? Of course you can, like, dude. Like, no, like you. I'm talking about you. Could you yeah. shit? Could you, could you drop a log, and wipe, and then buckle up in under twenty seconds? Fuck yeah. I don't know if you could, dude. Can you hear the music, by the way? Raven at all? I don't hear shit. You hear it? No? Okay. All right, it might I'll just change. only be a you thing. Okay. I'm no, I'm gonna change the windows because you don't need to see this window anyways. We'll just we'll just be around the relaxing fireplace. The wholesome fireplace. Um by the way, welcome to episode number twelve. Ho 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 motherfuckers. Um, as always, I'm JJ Boycod, or Spoon07, whatever you want to call me, don't care, didn't ask. Uh, with my trusty co-host, as always, Raven Bones. <laughs> Yo. Um, we were talking about world record shits. Oh yeah. Um, and um, so I think I could. I think I could shit in under thirty seconds. I think I so. I genuinely think I could. Like, I I think, I think I could actually and be done. Like like pants up all the way. You know, zipped up, zippers all the way up. I think I could do it. I genuinely think I could do it. Really, I'm serious. You know, I I think I think you can get it done too. I mean, it, what would really depend on it, okay, is the type of shit we're talking about, okay? Like, if it's your average, you just had too much pizza type of shit, probably not, okay? Because wiping that up is a pain. But if you're talking like that, you just had a bunch of bran flakes and whole grain cereal type of shit, dude, you could. You could instantly sit down, <laughs> boom, out there, easy cleanup, back up, buckled, and already washing your hands by the 25-second mark. There was an episode of... Um, you could probably know. start wiping mid-shit. <laughs> yeah, you're not even done. Um, so, um, there was an episode of Family Guy where Peter was like... Or Lois was talking about like, um, like how often Peter goes to the bathroom, and Peter goes... I take one, Lois. I poop once a week for ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> that must be fucking painful, dude. But so, Raven, I got an interesting yes. topic here, and I want to hear your opinion on it before we get into the juicy stuff. Um. Okay. I want your opinion on this. Okay. So I found a article about using asparagus to grow human cells. Now, I'll explain a little bit. Actually, we're going to just not mute, but we're going to turn it down a little bit. Just so it's like there in the background, you know. Um so basically um they they they're starting to find out that you can use uh, asparagus and other type of plants are and basically plants and you can reorganize the cells so they they grow and you can organize them as tissue of human skin. And so you can almost use it as like implementing it into human cells. 
So they're finding out that you can implement this, like, you can, like, inject this uh, asparagus. Like, uh, I don't know what type of substance it is, but basically it can grow, like, human cells. So if you're missing something that needs to grow, like, a bunch of human cells, like, let's say, um, you know, you break a, you, you break off a, a piece of your, like, arm or something like that. Like, a, like, a, like you break your arm and it needs to grow faster. They can, they can, or, like, it's a break that's not going to be able to heal by itself. They can implement this so it can kind of fuse together with your human cells. Thoughts on this? I mean, it sounds it sounds cool and all, but like, are they gonna? Can they at least try to turn this around to where, you know, you can grow normal meat with this? Ooh, see, and that's what I thought too. I was thinking like, could you could you in theory be able to like grow not like an infinite amount, but like double the amount of like something you know mm-hmm. like could could my meat could like my cock become like double the size because i implement a little bit of asparagus in it oh my god dude that'd be kind of no though. wonder growing up everybody kept telling you you needed to eat your asparagus i didn't listen we do we should start we should go we should start adding asparagus there's to still our time. diet there's still time there's still time, especially for you. Start making mashed potatoes and putting asparagus in it and just eat it with mashed potatoes. Mm. Sounds like and a then great put it with holiday a protein feast. shake. Ooh, yum. Um, so, Raven, uh, I, we're going to... I think we're going to keep this throughout the month of December, and we'll talk a little bit more about Christmas, but I want to get your opinion on... Or, or not your opinion. I, like, what do you do? Do you have, like, any Christmas traditions that, like, normal families, you know, don't have? Or maybe just something quirky yes. that you do? What do you do? Our family celebrates Advent. It's the uh, it celebrates the coming days up to Christmas. My dad normally does this by uh, he has four Advent books. Uh, I don't know. I forget the author's name, but they're uh, Jotham's Journey, Bartholomew's Passage, Tabitha's Travels, and Ishtar's uh, Odyssey. Oh, it's a and religious ri- thing. Yes, it's a religious okay. thing. Uh, they're all four books are centered around Christmas. It's about four kids uh sometimes they don't cross paths sometimes they do independent stories that sometimes cross paths that basically lead up to terrible things that they go through that eventually has them all winding up in bethlehem at jesus's birth and the person who writes it is from the middle east and he knows a lot about the old traditions and it's a very well educated book that lets you know about how things happen during that time and our family tradition has always been that my dad will have the family get together every single day leading up to Christmas, and he reads us a chapter as directed in the book for us to, you know, be together for family as it leads up to Christmas. And as funny as, as you know, weird as it sounds, it actually makes Christmas a little bit more enjoyable because you get a story that goes along with it. That sounds super wholesome. Um... It is. He's even probably going to start uploading some of the chapters he reads to his YouTube channel. Ooh. Maybe we should get him on the cast. Hopefully the author isn't butthurt about it and tries to copyright strike him for it. But I feel like if you're writing such great books and books are meant to be read and shared, you wouldn't have a problem. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can't really, like, stop somebody from reading your book, right? Like, surely. Isn't the Christmas spirit supposed to be giving... I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like for me, if, if I made a book and it was successful, I'm not going to be like, oh, you can't read that on, on stream. I'm not going to let you do that. 
what? you know publicity is publicity why are you i mean doing that? yeah bad publicity isn't the best but you know it's it's, it's not gonna publicity. stop him from not buying it exactly like, it's not going to stop anything. If you just Because who the hell wants to pull up somebody's YouTube or stream or VOD or whatever just to hear from the book? They'll obviously go out and buy it. Yeah, if they care that much, you know? Like, I feel like if you have that much care. Um, but mm -hmm. no, my family, um, one of the traditions that we have is after um, my parents split, I we didn't really have any family traditions. So what we started to do with me and my dad is um, every year we go out and we go to a tree farm and we get a real tree. And um, then, funny enough, this sounds super stupid, but but basically our entire Christmas thing is we don't really celebrate Christmas at our house because I don't live at my house, but we still like to go and get a tree and decorate it. And that's basically the only family tradition I have. And then um, because of where the tree farm is located, we get to go to Dairy Queen and yum, Dairy Queen in winter. That's so, beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little Christmas tradition that we have. Is every single year we go and get a real tree, cut it down, you know. Um, See, then, that's 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 a good tradition. Yeah, um, and I, I I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's nice, and it's yeah, it's just something we get to do. Um, but and you know, I feel like every family should have a Christmas tradition, or at least a holiday tradition in general. Like yeah, at least do something. At least do something during this time. Like, the whole point of this time, you know, is, is it's meant to be a very wholesome... I wouldn't say wholesome month, but it's meant to be a good month. You know, if, if you're having if you're having problems during, like, this time of the year, you know, this is a time for people to kind of reflect. Because it is the end of the year. I mean, that's the whole point. You know, you're you're basically just reflecting. And, and then by the end of the month, you should... For me, it's kind of like a detox. You know, you just you just let it all go. New year starts, you know, at the end of the, yeah. at the, end of the month. And I think that's what people forget. Yeah, people also forget that, I mean, not everybody is religious either, but winter, even before it was turned into something for quote-unquote Christmas, you know, decorating trees and stuff was always actually a, a thing even before Christianity. Yeah, That's why they call Saturnalia. it the Yuletide. And Saturnalia was uh, another piece of what Christmas ended up mm -hmm. becoming. Saturnalia, basically, yeah. all the slaves, all the workers, everybody, it, it was a free day. They had an entire day where everybody was free, drank, celebrated, enjoyed themselves, and that was a one thing that helped make Christmas. Christmas too mm -hmm. is the gift giving because you would give gifts too on Saturnalia. And not only that, but the moment winter starts, it's considered the Yule Tide, where it's literally throughout the entire time it's snowing up until spring, you celebrate the changing of a, of a new seasons being birthed. Cause when spring comes along, new life starts, you know, cause winter kind of ends most of the life and trees and grass it's, you're celebrating life. So how about rather than focusing on it religiously, how about you just use snow and decorations and stuff to just celebrate the Yuletide, whatever the hell it might be. Just try to be happy during this time. That's, that's all anyone wants for just even if you don't like crap just go just go caroling do something sing listen to mariah carey till your ears bleed i don't know have, have you already do they play that a lot at uh wally at walmart oh yeah they do they were playing that like the beginning of november <laughs> it's a good song 
it is i just don't want to hear it and the way that they played it too because they didn't want to the 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 radio didn't want to the radio station is literally walmart radio that plays in their stores and apparently walmart radio didn't want to go fully christmas so you'd have one moment where it's mariah carey singing all i want for christmas is you and then like the next song coming on is a backstreet boys song and it's just like it throws you off because it's like okay random backstreet boys song and then it plays a random avici song and then all of a sudden you're back to you know ariana grande santa tell me and then it goes back to like some taylor swift song from god knows where <laughs> dude walmart i didn't even know walmart had a radio that's kind of fire though yeah it it, 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 it sucks but oh. it's it makes do for what you have now it doesn't you know, you can't screw up Christmas songs unless you're rapping. Okay, so like now throughout since it started December, it's solely Christmas music. So you can't really I can't really get upset what comes on because it's it's it makes things cheerier. Yeah. Um, so to make things less cheerier, well, I mean, it's still cheerful, I guess. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll you know what? We'll ease into it. So the new Transformers trailer came out. Hell yeah. And it looked phenomenal. Um thoughts on what do you how, how, do you think this is going to be a great movie or do you think it was just a good it's trailer? either going to be fantastic or it's going to bomb i people keep telling i keep people i people keep saying in the comments okay that oh we finally get one that focuses on the transformers and i'm like okay you can tell by this trailer we still have human characters and of course it's a more diverse cast this time i can tell you we're probably not going to be focusing on the transformers it'll be about the same as michael bay in my opinion, only with less camera shaking. However, I'm the only one that seems to love the camera work Michael did for the Transformers, at least the first two movies. I didn't mind the big zoom in, shaky, whatever, because it was making the Transformers be like, feel like big robots that were battling. But it does, that's a nitpick. I think this movie is going to do great for one reason, and that is we finally got the beast transformers and i hope that they pull this off because if it pulls it off then then they can continue making movies like this yes and um one thing that i i thought was really interesting is the old um transformers movies are not the old ones but the ones the michael bay ones um i saw these people that did so so the original ones are only set at 30 frames okay and um the cgi is not set at 60 okay so when they were cgiing it the, the basically like the robots don't run at 60 frames a second i don't think the video cameras did either i don't remember if it was but i saw these people like um try to upscale it to add like six to make it 60 frames you know like you know when like movie trailer clips will upload like the uh thing will be like 4k yeah. 60 frames and it looks it looks so bad but but like people kept saying like oh wow you know this looks amazing and it's like but you can just like literally see through all the choppiness of it like it was so bad but the but the CGI for the time was just phenomenal when it was at its normal oh, yeah. current 30 frames and it was kind of the same thing as Avatar which I guess we can also get into too since Avatar's coming mm -hmm. soon but Avatar in Transformers they it wasn't just those two movies but but Avatar especially was like the groundbreaking of like you know technology uh -huh. for CGI and, and motion tracking too and I think I guess um well, they did a little bit with the Lord of the Rings with Smeagol and all that, but I think Avatar is where they fully went. And, and it was just like, for its time, it was awesome. But for me, 
I think that time has passed. I don't think we really need another Avatar movie, to be honest. No, we um, don't. I'm afraid they're just going to do this to screw it up. It's it just the problem is it's, it's so long. Like it's been 12 years now. I feel like if they wanted to do a sequel, they should have done it like 8 years ago, you know? 10 years ago. Mm, who knows? Maybe this CGI is going to be amazingly phenomenal and better than the first one. I don't know. Well, maybe. I mean, it from the trailers it, it looks a little better, but I mean, time can only tell, you know. You can only you can only do so much with CGI. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, Avatar was just like, it was one of those movies, um, like, my grandma was talking about, like, oh, yeah, that was such a good movie, that was, like, one of my most favorite movies, and I was like, all right, can you name, like, two characters from the movie, and she just couldn't, like, I feel like it's a movie everybody saw, and everybody said was good, but, like, everybody forgot about it, like, nobody remembers anything from it. I mean, I can tell you two characters, I don't remember their names, but I, I like them a lot. Sigourney Weaver's character and the the dude uh, that just wants to kill all the Navi. The the I forget his actor's names. Like I know the character, the dude with the white hair, that's just all like wanting to kill them all. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know their names, which is your point. But it's like I saw it and it was like I go back to it every once in a while, but you know, not often. Yeah, it's. It's just one of those movies, um, but... It so... did, however, spark a lot of kinks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got into the blue people, dude? Are you into, are you into the Navi now? Well, I, I'm just saying that it, it, when it came out in 2009, all right, that, you know, seeing half-naked blue chicks and stuff on the screen... You know, during that time when I was like 14 going on, you know, 15 was very confusing. Okay. It was, it was like, damn, look at them legs. <laughs> look at them fucking legs, dude. But see, Transformers also pushed the boundaries of special effects too, which came out two years before Avatar because the CGI when Optimus Prime first transforms is so well done that you know they showed the process behind it. it it wasn't just some meshing of cgi like they turned it into it actually was they had every piece of a truck taken apart scanned in 3d modeled and then put back together so when optimus prime is transforming for that first time that actually is every part of a semi truck going somewhere that's fucking fire it is. And I, and I was just like, yeah, the first movie, which is why it was on my top 20 movie list, that movie fulfilled what I needed from just seeing it on the screen for the first time because of my childhood love for Transformers. I mean, at the time, I was still a child. I was, teen, I was a teenager when it came out. But, like, growing up since I was five, like, yeah, we finally got a movie. It fulfilled what I wanted from a movie, you know, awkward Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox sexualization or not. Poor Shia LaBeouf. Well, actually, no, not poor Shia LaBeouf. He's a fucking nut job. <laughs> Didn't he, um... I can't remember if that was him or if that was somebody else. Somebody, I think it was him, was, like... Had some controversy about them recently where they... Yeah, it definitely was Shia LaBeouf. Where he would, like, apparently get, like, so into his characters, like, way too much to the point where, like, he wouldn't shower for, like, weeks and he fucking yep. stunk and shit. And then there was yeah, one was about him. how he... And then there was one about how, like, he, um... 
he like killed some animals or something like that, and it was like really gruesome. And it's like, geez, man, holy moly, man. I forget what movie that was for. I don't know. I enjoy Shia LaBeouf. Funny enough, in there are some movies he comes out with that are amazing. And and funny enough about it too, is this goes into our topic about the movie I was gonna talk about. Is Shia LaBeouf played Indiana Jones's son? Yes. See. I saw that trailer come out and I was all like, dude, that should have one of the Raiders of the Lost Ark should have been in my top 20. I just didn't know where I would want to place it. I was See, like, I there's totally so many, forgot. Oh, there's so many good movies. <laughs> but um, no, dude, that was I, I, I'm 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 optimistic. So the thing about me is critical drinker. I, I can't listen to him anymore. He after you know what? After um, what was it after? Rings, Rings of, of power. power. I I can't I can't deal with him hardly anymore. But I was uh-huh. like, you know what? I'll watch it because I got nothing. I was eating food and I was like, I got nothing else to watch, so I'll watch this. And yeah, I was so disappointed. It was it was um very he 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 of course he always nitpicks very weird stuff. I feel like um and most of the time it's not even true. So I didn't listen to anything really. But but basically, I'm optimistic about the movie. Um as much as it. It looks kind of stupid, you know, with the time travel and all that. Supposedly, that's the leak as he goes back and time travels. And I get they're gonna, I, I get they're gonna replace Indiana Jones. I mean, if they even do another movie, by the way, um, I get that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna. He, he, but to be fair, Harrison Ford is an old fucking dude, okay. And this movie mm-hmm. doesn't need to exist. Um, however, if they had to do it, which of course they had to, because Disney, you know, is like, no, no, you got to do it. Um, I think this might be one of the best ways to do it, in my opinion. Because at least, okay, so he gets a fulfilling ending in the fourth movie. Where he marries, uh, what was that chick? I can't remember her name. And then um, his son, you know, supposedly like he tries to take the hat, and he's like, nope, nope, nope. But I feel like it. I feel like it wasn't like the satisfying ending because, like you know, he didn't. He, he he. You didn't get to meet all of his characters again that he. Previous, like all the people he worked with and all those people, I feel like there's there's there was more room for improvement, um, and I think they might do that here. So, I am optimistic. Honestly, this is a really hot take, hot hottest of the hot. I liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm. and I grew up watching all the Indiana Jones movies, so it wasn't just a oh you were a millennial kid at the time that was into this type of stuff because Shia LaBeouf and Transformers that literally isn't the case my mom and and dad especially my mom my mom is in love with Indiana Jones we have the DVDs I've watched them since I was I, I, I have I've watched them since I was three all three movies constantly playing even when they were on TV I love Indiana Jones so when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out I was just happy to see more of Indiana Jones on the screen. I didn't think it was that bad, but apparently everybody hated it because Ma Aliens or something. And I was all like, Whoa. people are <sighs> fucking weird. Yeah. And also, dude, you got you got to remember is people get so mad when they rehash old movies from 40 years ago or like 30 years ago. But you also got to remember 30 years is a big leap forward to like I get, you know, they're like Hollywood's out of ideas. And I mean, yeah, that's semi true. But, I mean, at the end of the day, even if they do, like, just an okay job at it, do you not want to see a character get brought back and have a good story and good cameras and, and high quality? Like, I mean, it's, it's the same, it was the same thing with Star Wars. People were so mad, you know, that, that, that they had to make the prequels. But 
George Lucas wasn't done with this story. And I mean, you can be justified for being mad at the Disney movies, but to be fair, episode seven was kind of like my, you know, my Star Wars viewing in a theater. I had never got to see any of the Star Wars movies in theater because I'm a young boy and Revenge of the Sith came out a month after I was born. So um, it, it would be physically impossible for me to have saw the movie and remember it. But so I, episode seven was my first viewing of Star Wars. I was a big Star Wars fan and a big Star Wars kid. I love Star Wars so much. Played the late Complete Saga, dude. Had like maybe at least 200 hours on the Complete Saga, which doesn't even have 200 hours of content. And yeah, I went in episode seven. And you know what? As mediocre as episode seven was, as okay as it was, it was awesome to just see Star Wars in a theater, you know? Like just see it. And it's the same thing with like, um, I guess I guess oh, yeah. it would be I this love movie the Force Awakens. and Blade Runner. It's the same thing with Blade Runner. I fucking loved Blade Runner 1980, but I really I never got to see it in theaters. Of fucking course, you didn't get to see it in theaters. And getting to see Blade Runner 2049, you know, it, personally, and this is a hot take. I think Blade Runner 2049 is better than Blade Runner 1980. But um, yeah. Also, Harrison Ford did let that leak too. That they're working on a final movie for the Blade Runner uh, movies. And it's so basically it's going to be a trilogy. So they're going to make a they're finishing it off with a, a Blade Runner trilogy, which will be nice because 2049 is super open ended and it leaves interpretation for another movie heavily. And um, I'm really excited to see some Ryan Gosling more, I guess. So like for me, I just want them to do Indiana Jones's story justice. I, I, I'm open to ideas on what they want. Exactly. Indiana, Indiana Jones is all about discovering the impossible and the unique and the buried and the ancient and mystery. Give me an adventure of mystery, heartfelt sh shit, and I will love it. Just keep the characters true to the characters. Yeah, and, and also, too, with that, is everybody's like, well, they're going to replace him at the end of the movie. Dude, Harrison Ford is, what, 85? Like, like... You, you come on like as long as he justified as long as he has a good justified ending where he doesn't just get killed off randomly like fucking luke skywalker i'm fine with it I, i'm absolutely fine with, with even if even if somebody replaces him quote unquote i i'm fine with that i think i'm completely fine as long as he gets a justified ending where indiana gets the respect he deserves and i mean that, that that's about all you really can do you can't really do anything else you know and they don't even have to make more movies. They could just make it to where at the end here, the um, daughter, goddaughter, whoever the hell it might be that we can already see in the trailer, just takes up his mantle on discovering more. They don't even have to go in-depth with her. They don't have to do it. They just be like, okay, she's now following in the footsteps of her father, the end. And then there doesn't even have to be a, a movie made with her as the lead. It just, you know, taking up her father's mantle because he's probably dying at the end. And so, um, also, I wanted to point out that this has some really good people behind it, too. Indiana Jones 5. Um, the, the director directed Logan, Ford vs. Ferrari. Um, he directed a bunch of good stuff, too. Plus all the actors. You know, you have Harrison Ford, and you have all these other big, good actors. Of course, you know, something's going to... I feel... I have, a, I have hope. I have, I'm optimistic about the movie. It's, I have hope. The trailer sold me. Yeah. The trailer but, showed that it had the spirit of Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's goofy, quirky, funny, but also, you know, it's there. You know? 
it, it's it's got it's got all it's got everything it needs. Um, do you have anything? Perhaps. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy three trailer came out. Ooh, what what were your thoughts on that? Dude, I I think because it's the last one with James Gunn, I think they're going to be killing off some people. There were some very dark moments in that trailer. I think Rocket and Drax are going to die. Ooh, I think we're going to get um. I think yeah, I think we're going to get some death for sure. One because um. We're finally getting backstory on Rocket, and we all know what happens when you give thorough backstories on some characters like that. They end up dying. And two, Batista talks about how he doesn't kind of want to play, he doesn't want to play Drax anymore. So I'm feeling like they're setting it up because James Gunn won't be there anymore, that he doesn't want to be part of it. So my, my assumption is Rocket, Drax, and maybe Mantis die. Mantis but but Mantis is a long shot. My my, if you want me to put like hard cash on betting, it's Rocket and Drax that are gonna die. See, it's always you can always tell when they're gonna kill off a character. They do this in video games too, where they get like where they're all super wholesome and they get like their backstory drawn out and they get their entire story basically completed, you know, and everything's good, and then wow, fucking dead, done. Yeah, like Brock and God of War. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> it's just. I don't know. Spoilers. <laughs> I hope that James Gunn doesn't troll it. Like where, you know, where he's like, I'm fucking done with it anyways. I'm just going to make a shitty movie. I hope he gives them a good conclusion. Because, you know, as much as I'm not the, like, as big a Marvel fan as I was four years ago, I would say that I definitely would like them to have a good end. You know? Yeah, I've been looking forward to the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And honestly, after this one, I'm probably done in general, I don't even want to stick around for Ant Man. I'm I'm done after Guardians I, of the Galaxy well, three. Well, Ant Man's coming out before um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't I don't care. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I I'm gonna go watch Ant Man. Um, I think the Ant Man looks interestingly mediocre. They're going down the Kang shit, and I don't yeah. like it. That was a dumb fucking story arc. It was a shitty ending to the Loki series on Disney+. Plus. It was dumb. The entire idea of Kang is retarded. I don't like it. What's it gonna be, Ant-Man? Because then but, it just means that they can rehash shit over and over I know, and, and they're and just over. gonna bring fucking Iron Man back. That's exactly what's gonna fucking happen. Multiverse. Oh, we killed Kang. No, it's gonna no, be No, you some... didn't. He still exists over here. Yeah, he exists in every fucking universe. It's so... It's... Ugh so dumb but then there's the one king you know or whatever i don't remember i just want to see some fucking galactus kick some ass eat some worlds it's like the biggest character marvel fuck themselves they should have started for this galactus site like uh arc i guess you could say like this phase the phase where like they finally show it but i think they're trying to like build it their their universe up so big but the problem is, is they're taking so long to do it. They're not only losing the interest of the audiences and the actors, but also they're killing off a lot of their big actors, too. And they're producing shitty movies. And they're producing shitty movies. So now, Aside from Shang-Chi. Yeah. And so now we're just going to get... We're never going to get a... I feel like we're never going to get a good Galactus in, in movies. Yeah, and, and whatever their new... Like, even if it's 11 years down the road, whatever their new Avengers Endgame is going to be... 
Oh, it's not gonna feel as impactful. Well, that Avengers movie already came out. Um, it's Avengers. Um, it's it's number it's it's the Kang Dynasty or whatever. It hasn't come out. Sorry. Um, it's already announced. So. Yeah, I know it's announced, but I mean, like, their version of whatever the new end game is gonna be in that you know Kang movie. It's just not going to have the same sentiment or build up or or strings, uh, you know, pulling on everybody's heart. Yeah. So there's going to be Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Yeah, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to hit as well as Endgame did. You know, everybody was built up because, damn, Thanos is Thanos. And now everything that we see now kind of kind of makes Thanos minute. I mean, in the problem with this is especially the Thor movie problem is this is if you look at um the i don't know if it has release dates here but this movie comes out in like march or april of 2025 and then this one drops or no this one comes out in march or april of 2025 okay and then this one comes out in november 2025 like these movies are too close together i feel like if you're gonna do it that way you know yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like Marvel has lost their touch. They were what's really... it gonna be? End game scene, but with just a bunch of Kangs marching. You know, like you know the whole Avengers assemble moment in End Game. Is it gonna be that again? But just an army. They still they, go they still did nothing with the Shang Chi ring so far either with the the signal they were pulsing. Cause yeah. So obviously, with w- with the original pulsing of the Shang Chi rings, it was Galactus basically was was basically who was behind it. But now with fucking Kang, of course it's going to be Kang. It's fucking calling out to Kang or some bullshit. That's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm I'm, I'm so sick of it. Because it looked like with Shang-Chi, it looked like they were setting up the, um, the, the like a Galactus. And I was like, oh, dude, we're going to get some fucking crazy shit, dude. And then, nope, nothing. It's going to be bullshit. And, I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania... It, it's it, I I this is exactly what it's gonna be. It's gonna be like Black Panther. It's gonna not be like a good movie, but it's not gonna be like so shit. It's unwatchable. That's the thing with Marvel movies is they're just so mediocre. You can watch. I can sit through one and watch it, but I'm not impressed. They've already they've kind of already done everything, you know. But yeah. a movie I was impressed by. Um. So this movie was fucking nuts. I went and watched this last night, and that was a violent night. Um, that movie was fucking ridiculous. I'm telling you, if you have, for anybody who's listening, if you need a good movie to watch um, this Christmas season, and you want to go to the movie theater and relax, or maybe you just want to, um, <clears throat> I- I'm not saying you should, I'm not condoning this, but if you watch it illegally, like some people do in this world, then. Um, Wouldn't know who. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I urge you to watch this as as soon as you can. Um, this movie was phenomenal. It's a very good Christmas movie. And it had some of my favorite scenes I've seen in a movie forever. Uh, mainly fighting-wise. So first off, it's always cool to see a Santa kick an ass. Um, and it, it kind of gave me... It, it gave me like a... I don't... It gave me a good vibe. Like, I, I genuinely was like giddy in my seat. Like, I was... I was like, I was like, I was like, oh my god, dude, no fucking way. Uh, so, I don't really want to spoil anything too much, but...
but there are some crazy stuff they do with the way he kills people, and it goes nuts. Um, we also, I guess without spoiling it, we also get, um, I guess spoilers to fucking Santa, Old Saint Nick, um, you get this, like, pagan uh, warrior background, like, flashbacks, um, and he is, looks fire as fuck. It looks so sick. So, um, yeah, this movie Mom, was so impressive. I honestly, like, I, this is probably one of my most favorite movies of probably all time, for sure. I would give this movie probably, like, a 9 out of 10, maybe even a 10 out of 10, like a really, really low 10 out of 10. It's 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 good. Um, God, I want to talk about it so much, but you haven't watched it, so I don't want to spoil it. Uh, so, we have um, anything else on your chopping block that's really, you know, caught your attention, really wanted to talk about a lot? Oh, um, for me? Yes. Is there anything crazy? Something immaculate? Well, no, not really. Uh, you see, the thing is, is that it's winter, and so it's snowing, and it was snowing, and now things are cold. And so that kind of is cool. <laughs> I love winter. Winter's my favorite season. Same. I love throwing random snowballs at people. <laughs> That's such a dick move, though. Like, especially if it's a stranger, you just fucking get pelted with a snowball. I'd be kind of pissed. Oh, yeah. There was the movie Cocaine Bear. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> I did not. What is that? It's basically, it's based off of, I think it's based off of a 1960s setting during the Ronald Reagan era, where the CIA was running coke down to certain parts of different countries. Well, 1980s? 60s. That wouldn't be Reagan. Or whenever the that, hell that Ronald would, Reagan is. Okay, that would have been the 80s. Ronald Reagan was... Okay, 80s. I don't know. It's somewhere around drug dealing time with the CIA, and apparently... There was some dude with a bunch of packages in his plane and, you know, they drop them off on the ground so that people can pick them up in their coordinate. But shit goes wrong. Packages go where they're not supposed to. And a bear rips into a package of cocaine and literally just gets high as shit and starts mauling people for more. That gives me very um, uh, rubber vibes. There's a movie called Rubber where it's just a tire and it just kills people. It just, the tire will randomly, they'll be like, oh my god, they'll start, they'll start, they get all scared and they start running down the middle of the street and a tire just comes rolling down the hill and crushes them and kills them. It's so stupid and goofy, but it's just funny. It's a good movie. That sounds interesting. When is that coming out? I have no idea, but honestly, uh, let me, let me, let me make sure. It comes out the, don't know, it's not saying. Damn it. Uh. That is hilarious. Uh, it just says in cinema soon. It doesn't give a date. In cinema soon. Ooh, that's when you know it's gonna be fire. Dude, this is awesome. Like cocaine, dude. One of one of the scenes in the trailer is hilarious. Like the bear just dismembered somebody, and it's got some coke on the leg, and he's just snorting the the coke off of this leg. <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. 
like the movie is like probably like I, I I thought okay when I saw because I do watch some people who react to stuff because sometimes watching reactors can be fun because I like to feel like I'm watching oh, dude, something. Oh, that's like one of the only reasons I watch on yeah. Dante and XQC. Like, yeah, okay. So like when I saw that Tyrone Magnus had a video where he's reacting to Cocaine Bear, I had no idea what Cocaine Bear. I literally thought based off of the thumbnail that there was some viral video of like just some random black bear that got high off of cocaine that he was reacting to. That's supposed to be, I had no idea it was a movie or a trailer. And then because Indiana Jones and Guardians of the Galaxy trailers were trending along with Transformers, all of a sudden at the end of one of them, it's like, hey, Cocaine Bear, watch the trailer now. And I was all like, oh, it's a movie? Oh, okay. And I watched it and I was just like, this isn't the movie that we, this isn't the movie we deserve, but it's one that we need. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds like it's going to be interesting. Um, so, like I know it's gonna be dumb fun, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm dude, gonna enjoy having dumb we fun. We need so many more dumb fun movies. That's like the whole point of Violent Night. Like this this story is so stupid, but it's so fun. Like it, it's got like a cheer cheery wholesome vibe to it, and and then you get to watch Santa kick some ass and be bloody, and it's if you're a fan of if you're a fan of fighting and a fan of Christmas, you'll love this movie. I think this is gonna be on my Christmas. Um, this is going to be like the, the movie I'm, I'm watching during the Christmas time, for sure. Goes Down is a good one. I think it, I think it was phenomenal, but no, I, I just love dumb fun movies. I think they're they're the best. Like the Ted movies, those are just dumb fun. And um, speaking of Ted too, did um, did you hear they're, they're coming out with the Ted, uh, Seth MacFarlane's working out with a Ted uh, TV show based off the movies? No, I had no idea. Yeah, and... Um, Apparently it's gonna. It, they're gonna probably drop a trailer, I imagine, soon. Um, early twenty twenty three, they said. So, probably February, March. I think it's gonna be on. I can't remember. If it's gonna be on Paramount or Peacock. I can't remember. I don't remember who owns Ted. I think it's Peacock. That sounds more of a uh, something. I want to see your Peacock. <laughs> Do you see that? Um, did you see that? Tom Holland and Zendaya got engaged, or reportedly are engaged. Oh, no. Dude, I, when I saw that, bro, I dropped to my knees. I was like, it should have been me. I was, <laughs> I, I was like, dude, I just lost. I lost to Tom Holland, dude. You lost the only woman who probably would have married you. Exactly. She, if she would have just known me, dude. If she would have just got to know me. Zendaya would be like, oh, I forgot to flush the toilet. Just, <laughs> just start slurping that shit up. Okay, dude. Calm down. <laughs> just a damn moment. Okay, calm down. We should get Tom Holland on the podcast. Talk about his engagement. That'll never happen. You know what will happen, though? Actually, well, I don't know if it will. I've been trying to reach out to, um, <clears throat> you might have heard of him before, um, Neil Gaiman. Neil you know who that is? Gaiman? No, he, no, he I have no idea. Was, he wrote a book called Norse Mythology. Um, he's also, a, he's a very successful author. I'm actually surprised you never heard of him. I was reading his book called Neverwhere for class, and, um, he, I watched a video, he's, he's like, he has a, um, he's a degree in, um, what's it called in roman and greek 
um, history, but he's really big on mythology. So he made one called American Gods. Um, I don't really like that book as much. Um, but then there's one on Norse mythology. That's actually a lot of, uh, it, it's, it's like it goes in depth, in depth on the Norse mythology. And I think it would be really interesting. You know, I, I kind of wanted to hear his take on, you know, maybe like showing him a couple like, I don't know, like God of War clips or something like that. And, and maybe like showing him um, how, um, like, like asking him what, like what they got right and what they got wrong, you know, and maybe just talk about being an author. I don't know. I've been in the works of trying to contact him um, here and been back and forth. So if I, if I can get him on the podcast, that'd be nuts. That'd be crazy. Cause he is a very successful author. But, um, yeah, I, that's, that's what I've been trying to do pretty much all this week since I can't work and I can't do anything. So I've been streaming because fuck, fucking, yeah. So, oh, speaking of that, yeah, I had a massive sinus infection. You guys might've heard last week, uh, and actually during both the episodes, cause we broadsided you with that midweek episode of the God of War special episode on Wednesday. And, um, with, with those, you could probably hear that I was very n- nasally and, very plugged up. Um, I had a massive sinus infection. Well, at first it was a cold and then it, and then it broke into a sinus infection. And then I thought I had an ear infection, but my nose was just so plugged up and, and like every orifice in my body was just so plugged up that my, it was putting so much pressure on my ears and shit. It was just not fun. It was very, I talked about it. I think last week too, how my week was just last week was just fucking brutal. It was just like the worst Thanksgiving I had in a while. Did you also see? I'm Ray, sorry. Did you see that the the Batmobile from Batman from Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Begins um, is up for sale for 1.5 million dollars? It has um, working flamethrower and uh, working flamethrowers plural and can go from 30, 30 miles to thirty five miles an hour. Damn. Yeah. It, it, it apparently it's completely working too, so, uh, and it's in great condition as it looks. It looks fucking epic. Um, I think I would. I, we should buy it. We should get it for the podcast and drive it around. <laughs> one point five million dollars. You got a. You got one point five million dollars to spare, Rave? Uh sure. Let me go try my back pocket. <laughs> did you also see? You watched Squid Game, or did you not? Yeah, I did. Did you see that the Squid Game actor, um, the old guy got charged, or, or, not charged, um, he basically got, uh, supposedly, he sexually assaulted this, um, young Korean girl, um, like, 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, or something like that. Did you see that? You know, the old guy who plays, um, spoiler alert, but, I mean, Squid Game came out, what, a year and a half ago now? Um. Yeah. So, he's, he plays the old guy, um, 001. And, oh right, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and he he actually turns out he like I or did he start the Squid Game or he like ran the Squid Game for a while or or whatever. He was running it. Yeah, and, and he continuing just wanted, to run it. Yeah, but he's like super sick and Squid. Apparently, um, the Squid Game director said that they've been in the works for the past year on finishing up the directing of Squid Game season two, and it will probably come out the end of next year. So. That'll be interesting. I'm kind of excited. I never heard your opinion on Squid Game because we never really uh, we didn't have the podcast, and so I guess we never really talked about it. What did you think of Squid Game? Did you like Squid Game? I loved I loved Squid Game. I really loved uh, Squid Game too. I thought it was too. great. I thought the cinematography was phenomenal. I thought the color scheme was phenomenal. I thought thought the whole 
purpose and story of it was phenomenal as well. I thought everything genuinely was just amazing. I thought Squid Game was amazing, and I hope, I hope that these allegations or whatever they were are just not true because he just seems like such a wholesome dude, and I don't know. It, I mean, it's so random though to just call out like a random actor, you know, like that. It's just it'd be a weird clout chase because you know, like I don't know. Ooh, this is a banger. I think this is Nutcracker. Hold on, we're gonna turn this one up a little bit. Ooh, I love Christmas music, dude. God, Christmas is such a good time of the year. Me too, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else, buddy? Anything um, just crazy? Everybody needs to start enjoying Christmas. Yeah. Literally. You don't oh. even have to be religious. Did you get your Spotify wrap this year? What's that? Spot your Spotify wrapped? It like tells you like all of your um like your most listened to artists, how much time you spent listening to stuff and Oh, I don't need that to tell me what my oh. artist was. Oh. I it's kind of fun to just, you know, show your friends share it with your friends. Oh. <laughs> Not no, saying you should do it or anything, but like uh, no. You know. 2022 wrapped is here it's only available on the spotify app okay hold on let me open it up let me open it up boy let's see spotify wrapped yeah i see i already knew what it was gonna be what is it um here i can actually share it Share it to. Oh, I don't have Discord on my phone. Crap. That's lame. Wow. Okay. I'm a lame person. How are you? I am. Hold on. I can quickly just email You don't it have myself. Discord on your phone? No. Why would I have it on my phone? What? Really? Wait, wait, Discord? I love using Discord on phone. Like, Discord on mobile is the greatest thing ever. Is it really, though? Like, name me one reason why you use it I, phone. I fucking, I get so many memes from, um, from Instagram and Reddit that, because I don't scroll Reddit or Instagram on my, on the browser. So that's where I get like most of my memes. And I also love the photo editing app I have on my phone too. Oh, it looks like we got an email. Cool. Uh, Did we finally get a sponsorship? No. Well, maybe. Um, it's from, uh, I don't want to read his name out loud. Um, okay, he said. From a dude. It, yeah, from a man, they said, The Beast Cast is what it's titled. It says, Hey, I found The Beast Cast on Apple Podcasts. As a fellow podcaster, I wanted to reach out and connect and say that I really like and enjoy the show. The show, I just wanted to know mainly how the show is going for you. Uh, can I do anything to be helpful or supportive, perhaps? Uh, one thing I do get value from is helping other creators. It helps me find guests and interviews, too. 
is you know so that means yeah he's talking about is how he can help us get guests and stuff um because i recorded a short video if you'd like to know about it because if there's anything i can do to help let me know um and then he signed his name very nice yeah see i don't know what i would do if we had a guest on because like i'm one of those people to where um the moment I get to have like a lot of people around me, I I, I kind of just don't talk. Well, I wouldn't that's... say it's a lot of people. Like we did, we did fine with naps. Well, see, that's the thing is is my friend who listens to our podcast, he was like, "Dude, I didn't like that episode at all. You barely talked." I was just like, "Yeah, it's because like I didn't know what to say, and they were having such a great time talking that I was just all like, sweet." Well, I think the thing is, is if we got Mr. Gaiman himself, I feel like you and him would be able to connect a little bit because you guys do have share a lot of the same interests. You guys love a lot of mythology and you both are big writers. I mean, we're all writers and I'm big on mythology too. I think we would all, you know, I, I would say the best thing to do is not necessarily to be scared because, you know, it is both of our podcasts. I mean, it says co-host, but in reality, we're both hosts of this podcast. I mean, if, if you really wanted to... You could do an episode by yourself, or I could do an episode by myself. Like, it, it's one of those things. Like, I feel like I'd be fine with doing that. But um, I feel like, you know, getting it's technically questions, your show. I mean, in a way, but I feel like you, you do have all to... the legwork. I'm just here to bounce ideas off of and be funny and talk yeah. to and be crazy. Yeah, but I also feel like you're just as important as me when it comes to the creation of this too. You know. Whether you like it or not, I guess. Um, that's how I feel. And you can't change my mind on that. But no, I feel okay. like the thing is, if we got him on, I feel like you would have a lot of things to talk about. Like you would, ha I would assume you have a lot of questions to talk about with him, too. Because he, he's very knowledgeable in like, like a lot of mythology and writing, too. So it would be something that, you know, you could really bounce ideas off of and ask. So I oh, think, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best way. I don't think I would ever broadside us with having more than one guest on. Very, in very rare circumstances, would I, would I see myself doing two guests? You know, I just feel like that's too many. When I did it with four people, or with three others, my other three friends, that first episode, um, they don't, they didn't like to do it, but I figured we might as well do one, and and everybody's like, all right, whatever. Um, I didn't really like that. I didn't like having a lot of people. It's not that I like like having spotlight or anything like that. I just feel like it gets a little too chaotic. When you have, because like that's one of the things I, I, I like with the official podcast, Moist Criticals podcast, is I feel like having all the input is cool and all, but I feel like it, it, whenever somebody, ha whenever everybody has like a topic they want to talk about, it kind of, you kind of keep like fighting for the, you know, for the, like the floor in a, in a sense. You're fighting for the floor. I feel like with two people, you know, it, it gets balanced out a lot more. You know, we should have, we almost get to have equal amount of time talking about things. Rather than four people, we only get like this much time, and it's just such a small chunk, and it's, and it, it all everything just kind of you know, is weird, you know, kind of, that's kind of how I feel. But I feel like having guests would be fun. It would be interesting. I like doing interviews. I did that with Smoke, um, where I solo interviewed him. So stuff like that too. I don't know. The solo podcast is interviewed. <laughs> yeah, like I I interviewed him, but it was just me. It wasn't like I got a whole bunch of people, and we were just staring like. What is your mother's maiden name? What is your credit card information? You know, stupid shit like that. It was... We were talking mainly about, I think... Um, I think we talked about paladins mainly in that episode. I don't remember. Smoke's kind of boring. 
the bread. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like rude. It wasn't that it was a bad episode. It was a good episode. I had I had I had a bunch of questions to ask him, but that's the thing is I had to have a bunch of questions to get through an hour and a half of podcast. I had like 20 questions. With with you, I can do like four topics and we can get like an hour out of it. <laughs> so, I mean, who the fuck is that? Oh, it's okay. That's who that is. I'm trying to figure out people. I hate when people change their name on Discord. It pisses me off. I wish you would just keep your name. That's like the one thing that really ticks me off. I don't care if you change your profile picture. I just hate when they keep constantly changing their names. Dude, you know what? I was thinking about it. I am so grateful Discord exists. Really? Like, like before Discord, do you remember how we had to communicate? We had Skype, TeamSpeak, and that was ass. Like, no, no offense to people who still use that shit, but Skype was so fucking lame. I fucking I hated still use Skype. Skype. You still do? Like, with family and stuff? And with some friends, yeah. With friends, too? Really? Who the fuck still uses Skype? I feel like only old people use Skype. Like, <laughs> really old fucking people. Like, I feel like like 60-year-old, like, you call grandma up on, on Skype to so she can see how you're doing. You know? <laughs> Skype is... Do you remember TeamSpeak, though? Oh, my God. Did you ever use TeamSpeak? Yeah. Yeah, TeamSpeak was bad. There used to be this one. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was, like, Dolby. Or uh, maybe it was Adobe. I can't remember if it was Adobe or Dolby. One of the two. They had a they had this, like, rooms thing. It was similar to Discord with, like, di having different, quote-unquote, you know, voice calls. But they weren't different voice calls. They were called rooms. And basically, it was, like, spatial audio. So, like, if you aimed your character or if you aimed your dude in, in, in the room to the left you would hear people more on the left side of the room quote unquote that were sitting over there that placed themselves over there if you aimed to the right you would hear more people that were aiming on the right it was like really crazy and then like you could go to other rooms and have private conversations and stuff it was it's crazy shit was nuts funny nuts. enough for for how old i am i spent so much time on the internet like i i was yeah i was a degenerate my entire life Basically, from the time I could. Basically, from the time I could remember, I've been a fucking degenerate. Even when I was like six years old, dude. Dude, I used to be a menace on Twitch chat in like 2011 and 12. Before, like when Twitch. Actually, no, it would have been 20. Yeah, it would have been like 2012, 2013 when Twitch was first starting up. And like, it didn't. I don't even think Twitch had a. I don't, I don't remember when Twitch got their mobile app. But it was before Twitch even got like a good mobile app, if they even had it at all. And I would go on my aunt's laptop and I would watch people play Minecraft and I would just talk the most shit. Like for a seven year old or six year old or however old I was, I don't, maybe even eight, I don't remember. I would just talk mad shit, dude. I would be cussing and saying words that you would never expect somebody that young to say ever. Some of the craziest shit, dude. Mm-hmm. You always were a badass. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. No. Always a badass. But I'm better at Mario now. Are you? Uh, I would say so. I haven't, I haven't PB'd, but that's the thing is, is with the way I, the, with the way I've been running the game recently, the moment I just don't stick a run. The moment I actually stick a run and I get through, it's going to be a 
freaking nasty PB. I'm I'm thinking I can realistically right now with how fast I've been running, I think I can easily sub one hour right now on seventy. Like maybe even fifty eight territory, maybe maybe high of fifty seven. I've been running so fast. Like my start, this uh, my star splits that I've been doing on my ever because I just okay. So this week I just got an EverDrive, which is, um, for people who don't know, the EverDrive basically works like this. It's an N64 cartridge, because you know the N64 doesn't use discs, you know, it's old, but even on, you know, PlayStation exists with discs, but whatever. So they use cartridges. And so this is just a cartridge with an SD slot. So you can just get an SD card, I, I have a little thing, it connects to my PC, I download all the ROMs and stuff, plug it into my N64, I can play ROMs or I can play practice stuff for Mario 64. So I've been timing my stuff on my practice ROM, and right now I am I'm the fastest I've ever been able to complete stars in my entire life on the game. So um, I'm not I'm not as fast as any of the top runners, but I'm way faster than I was even six months ago when I stopped playing. So I don't know. I would say I'm I'm, I'm I would say I'm a I would say I'm a nut. I would say I'm sticky like that, crazy. Wow. Any video game you... hobbies you've been getting into? Any video game stuff? Uh, no, not really. Just playing around with No, no Man's Sky. Really? Did they, yeah. uh, did you, they had that big update whenever you talked about it on the podcast, I think. Um, yeah. So is No Man's Sky, like, um, is it roguelike, kind of, where it auto-generates different worlds, or is it all set? Is it preset? Uh... It's preset, funny enough, but it's still generated, if that makes sense. Mm. You you can be the first person you you can be the first person to discover a star system in a planet. Really? That's and there's awesome. an actual there's an actual online live updated atlas that tells you shows you all four quintillion planets that you can fly to. How the hell does that even work? Uh, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out because this game isn't even 20 gigabytes. Uh, what? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. How the dude? They gotta be. Oh my god, that game's ran by aliens. And the or planets something. are big too. Like I actually thought that the planets would be small. Like on your ship, the planet seems small because duh, you're on a ship. But when I'm running on foot, I would like I'll, I'll be putting down outposts which mark like my traveling, and I'll be like. Clearly, after two hours going in a straight line, putting down something to claim a base to make outpost marks. Clearly, I've traveled halfway around this planet. I get in my ship, go straight up into space and look at the planet. No, nah, I didn't even make it like 3% around the fucking thing. I'm like, dude. Four quintillion. Yes. And apparently I have discovered a fuck ton and I didn't know that I was the first one discovering some of this shit. So it's like I got put in this random part of the galaxy and like i've discovered like 45 star systems all on my own how do they dude this has got to be some alien technology or some shit that like how 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 do you is the game in like 480p or something or like low res textures or how the fuck does no the game looks great honestly what the fuck dude <laughs> the only thing questionable are the creatures sometimes the creatures can look like <laughs> But, like, the game looks great, though. Like, some of these planets, they look fucking beautiful. Jesus. I don't... I... I that That's mind-blowing to me. I think... I thought Minecraft was fucking crazy that you could have an, quote-unquote, infinite world. And how they do that is... I actually even know how they do that. 
they just start reusing the world that's already been they pre-generate like i think like i don't remember how big it is and then they'll just regenerate it but in a different order each time so that's quote unquote making it infinite because it's always a little different even even if things are the exact same but one block is changed it's considered infinite because it's not the same yeah, whatever. And No Man's Sky is multiplayer. That's yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Minecraft's multiplayer too, but only in certain so like yeah. you discover a brand new planet that generates for you. Like I'm assuming, if you're the first one to discover it, it now suddenly generates everything in it. When it generates for you, and you give me the coordinates to your galaxy, and I use the big portal and complicated shit to find where you are, and I come to your, you just where you might be, we could run into each other. And we have the same planets and the same creatures and the same plants. So it's not randomly generated for each person. So clearly there must be something static with this. And it's like for everybody, we all have the same four quintillion planets. That's fucking... That's... that's... It doesn't feel like multiplayer, though, because that's how fucking big the game is. Like, you can actually sit there and hold W in space with your, with your spaceship. Then it will be like, yeah... This planet or this other star system you're trying to fly to, you're going to be here for like 40, 48 hours flying in a straight line, 72 hours flying in a straight line. You might want to warp speed that. What the fuck? And it's like it's so fucking huge. Even like going to a planet without at least some type of hyperspeed is a pain in the ass. Because when you each plant, each star system has a space station or sometimes they do like even flying normally from planet to planet can take you a fucking hour. Unless, That's... like, you have a warp speed. It, 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 like, you barely meet anybody unless you're in the space anomaly, which is something you can summon on your own as, like, a hub where everybody can go to in different layers and instances, though. But it's like, you can, like, like you you like you 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 rarely run into anybody in the game because that's how fucking huge it is now. Like, that's how big it is. I remember when the game came out, and it was bad. I heard that. That's the only thing. I yeah, it was bad. It wasn't even multiplayer. They lied about that back then, but they made. Oh, yeah, because I, I remember that was one of the big things is they claimed it was multiplayer. But people because the world was so, they thought it was so big that, you know, like they they wouldn't nobody would ever know. But some people started to get to the same planet and they would sit at the exact same spot and be like, I don't see uh -huh. nobody. Yeah, they lied. But now but now that whole idea of it being just so big, you won't run into anybody. Now that's a fact. Now that's actually true. Like I've been, I've been like by myself now for like a hundred and let's see, what does Steam say? Um, Cause I do a lot of traveling along with base build. Uh, I, I've been playing the game for 173 hours and I've only ran into one person. <laughs> That's and it was a real person because you know, they have the white and, and like they randomly like, uh, like you don't, there's not a button to like ask for permission to trade. You can literally just be like, I want to give this to somebody and like without your consent they can give you a bunch of shit like i came across this dude who had the most amazing exotic alien ship like he must have been playing this game now for thousands of hours i finally meet somebody and he just offloads all of his trash onto me and takes off from the space station <laughs> he was like and oh was look at like, this fucking dude. goober dude oh i'm about to <laughs> ruin this kid's gaming experience it was funny i mean it, it was like 50 million dollars worth of stuff which is nice but it's just like it's like you dude you just offloaded all this shit and left <laughs> That's he, he treated me like i was some like alt character that you use for storage 
Oh, man. I am... Yeah, I love video games. Video games are so good. I've been playing this game called Returnal. Uh, now that I got... Oh, by the way, everybody, for those who don't know, um, I got this brand new, beautiful, nice 2K monitor. Super big, 32 inches. It's bigger than what I was supposed to get. I think I was supposed to get 27 inches, but whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. It's huge, and I've fallen in love with it. And I was playing Returnal on it, and my PS5 can do... Uh, uh, well, actually, can do up to 4K 120 frames a second, but at 2K, can it, it, I think it has unmaxed frames, if I remember correctly, and it looked beautiful. It it was in 1440p, super quick refresh rate. Oh my god, I was, man, I was, I was, I, I kid you not, I, I've never been so close to being like, wow, I'm just stunned. Like, there's very few times in a video game where I just stop and look at the scenery and I just go, wow, this is just immaculate and it's not that it's just beautiful it's just how crazy the planet looks so um returnal is a space game it's a um it's a it's a roguelike um it's randomly generated each time um but the thing is is the whole point of the game is to die um you're gonna die throughout the entire thing and the goal it, it there's only certain things that are like set in stone like just certain little pieces or eight like monsters or creatures the goal is to just get to the end of the game and beat the final boss but um yeah it's it's stunning it's phenomenal and then I was playing a little bit of Kenna last night too, and Kenna in the Bridge of Spirits looks actually beautiful, like genuinely with with everything. It was it's just I I was blown away. I I was about to cry. I honestly I I don't know if I I don't know if I'm the only one, but I whenever I see something like super beautiful in a video game, it's just it's I don't know. I like almost get teary in a way. Like, no, you're not the only one. Like, dude, when something's beautiful, it's beautiful. I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn, I think. I need to re-download uh, Forbidden West, actually. I need to re-download Forbidden West and play the beginning of the game again uh, in the two on my 2K monitor with the uncapped frames. Because it looks... It, it looked beautiful before when I had my shitty monitor. So I imagine with this monitor, it will actually make me shit my pants like cream. So. That's good to know. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I guess any anything else new on the agenda? Anything crazy? I guess I said that like three times now. But okay, yeah, I, I I'm I I'm okay. I'm a little stuck. I'm a little conflicted. I can't decide if I buy a PlayStation Five or if I get a Nintendo Switch. I think okay. Well, let me ask you this: Are you going to play Breath of the Wild in the new Breath of the Wild game? yeah are you gonna play mario are you really gonna take advantage of the switch like realistically getting it on the on the go and stuff like that and you're gonna play it you know like all the time because okay so here's the thing yeah with the on switch. my on my breaks okay you know, my hour lunch and stuff because here's the thing with the switch for me is i i've i've had a switch since i kid you not day one of the switch's launch i was a really big nintendo fan during the wii wii u era so that says a lot about me as a person okay not a lot of good things either to say about that um, so I was a fan during that era. So imagine how I felt when Nintendo actually got popular again. So I've had a Switch since day one. And for the first year, I said it was the greatest console of all time. I never wanted anything else ever. This would have been perfect. All I would have needed is just a Switch Pro that could handle the new games and be perfect. But about after that first year, and I played all the good games, and and then all of a sudden the Switch's hardware started to catch up to it really quickly because, you know, it's... It's kind of really low powered, um, and my and my Joy Con started to drift, and my battery started to die quicker, and 
and then all of a sudden all the games started to get randomly really a lot more expensive and then all the shovelware came onto the onto the eShop and then I ran out of storage and the storage system you can only get up to like 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 100 or 256 gigabytes of in of extra storage. I think now you probably can get terabytes but and I I just fell out of it. I really did. I I played myself out of the Switch and I think that's probably what will happen with you. Although I think if you're going to go for monetary wise, the switch is better. Um, cause the switch is only like 300 and the PlayStation five, if you're going to get one, I don't know if you'd want to get a digital version, but if you don't get the digital version, you're going to be putting up 500 bones for that. At, or I would say actually probably more like realistically, if you 700 bones, $700, um, cause you're going to have to find one on secondhand retail. Cause getting one from Sony is going to be difficult, but I mean, yeah, I guess I, for me right now, I would say get a PS5. I think there's more games that would cater to you on the PS5. And then you could also play the entire PS4 games catalog, which there's so many games on there that I could recommend to you and you would probably enjoy and love. But there's also, if you want that convenience factor, you know, like you said, for your breaks and stuff like that for the Switch, I guess I would be just, I guess I'm just as conflicted as you are. There's so many pros and cons to both of them. I would say. See, that's my problem. It's like I want something to be able to play portably, but I still want to be able to have a PlayStation 5. Well, here here's what I'm thinking. You know, you're you're always going to be able to get like um a Steam Deck too, by the way. Might I add. Um I know you won't get any of your Nintendo games that way, but I mean, if you want to get a Switch, go for it. But I would say if you see a good deal for a PS5, like if you see one for retail or maybe even for for $700 or or less, I would say get a PS5, honestly. Like, because those opportunities don't come a lot where you're going to get it 700 on the dot. And you have, you got to remember, the PS4 has one of the biggest catalogs of games since the PS2 and PS3. Um, so, you're, in, there's so, and you, and plus you get all the PS2 games and the PS1 games with it as well. Like, the PlayStation Store has basically everything but PS3 games on it. It even has God of War... I think it has both of the original God of Wars uh, from the PS2. God of War, God of War 2. And they have the God of War 3 remake for the PS4 uh, that you can play on the PS5. But the PS5 has the entire catalog of the PS4 plus the PS5. So you can play both the God of Wars and, and how they were natively supposed to be ran. You can play both the Horizon games, how they were supposed to be ran. You could play Days Gone, which a lot of people say is bad, but I honestly enjoyed it. Ghost of Tsushima was amazing. Um... Yeah, there's so many games, dude. I would say, honestly, get a PlayStation. At, at least at this time, you know. But, I mean, I don't know. If I guess, it, for me, I'm just... I just think having both... I just think having such a big catalog of games, you know, is just phenomenal. Because there's so many good games for the PlayStation. True, true. I am missing Ratchet and Clank. And, yeah, you're missing the new Ratchet and Clank. You're missing the Uncharted games. The new ones. Well, actually, no, you should have been able to get all of them by now. They're all on Steam, I think. If I remember correctly. You're missing the Spider-Man games. Even though, I guess you can play those on PC now, too. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's still a decent amount of games that you can't play on PC. But, I don't know. I think... The P I like my PS5. I love it. I play my PS5 almost every day, so... Especially if have you have you a really good Have you cleaned it mind. out yet? I... Actually, funny enough, I clean it out every three months. I have a, I have a reminder. Um, so I have, and also I don't have the original plates. So, um, the PS5 had, you know how it has those big white plates. 
Yeah. And, and it sticks out and curves. So I got these way back in the last Christmas. I got, I got debranded plates. You know, debrand. Um, they make like phone mm-hmm. cases and cool stuff. I got a debranded uh, plates where it's black, and I got these pink light strips, and I got this really cool Damascus decal that goes down the front of it. So my my PlayStation is now fully black, like midnight black. It doesn't have the pointy edges anymore. It has these round curved edges. It looks exactly. It, it fits in with my PS2, my PS3, and my PS4 now. So, it's got that same matty black. Nice. I personally think it should have been black to begin with, but the the white is cool. I think the white's okay. I just think it was a really odd choice, you know, because Sony's been Sony's had black consoles for since the. I mean, other I guess the PS One was white, but um, Sony basically is for the past is forever has done black. And then it was just kind of weird to see such a weird white, you know, like such a, a, a snow white color. Also, by the way, the DualSense controller is phenomenal. It's, it's oh, a, yeah, I it's hear a, that. It's a great controller. Um, the new ones, at least the if you get a if you get a pre 2021 one, they they have the, the shitty sticks that that kind of suck and don't give you a lot of time. But the new ones like this new controller I just got this pink one is going to it's going to give me like 400 hours of game time. And it's beautiful. They're great. They're, they were good. It was great for Mario, too. And it was great for all PC games. I played Doom on my uh, PS5, and then I played Doom Eternal on PC. So, yeah. Such what? a giga chad. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a unit. But, no, honestly, dude, like, the Switch... Well, okay, so, so realistically, what do you... Because I, I think you got to put it this way, right? Are you going to realistically see yourself sitting down and playing your PS5? I mean, yeah, realistically, you'd be playing it most likely every day if you got a shitload of catalogs. But would you see yourself wanting to play more during your lunch break, like on your Switch? Like, where do you see yourself wanting to play more games? Well, on lunch break, I can see myself playing the Switch. But when I come home, I'm I'm basically a PC dude. I was going to say, because you're going to get an hour, at, hour, maybe an extra hour a week whenever you want to just load it up when you're laying in bed or whatever, you know, every once in a while. You're not going to get too much time out of it unless you get super addicted to the games but most nintendo games don't get you that addicted so i would say probably yeah if you can get one i think this christmas if you can try and get one get a ps5 i mean it would if if it's for my one hour lunch breaks and maybe even a a couple moments off of it at home i would say that that the games would last me a lot longer because I'm not playing them all in one sitting. I, I wouldn't have the time to do that. But see, I think I think a lot of the games. So here's the thing. Here's the thing with how the Switch games are set up. The earth, the good early Switch games. So like Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey, they're set up. So you're not supposed to play them all at once, but you're supposed to you're supposed to dig them out in chunks. If you played one hour of Breath of the Wild, uh, four days. What do you what? Uh, let's see. You have Thursday through Saturday off, right? So what you go yeah, to work so four, four days, days a, week. a week. So you're gonna get four. You're gonna get four hours a week, most likely. Maybe maybe up to six with an extra hour or two. Okay. Um. So six hours a week on one game. I I think you could probably yeah I think I could see you probably being able to chunk through Breath of the Wild in like a month. Breath of the Wild is huge. Mm-hmm. And Mario Odyssey takes even longer. I don't think he, I don't think six hours a week would be enough. I think you'd have to really dig that one out in chunks. You'd have to play that at home a lot. 
Well, okay. Well, it's if not you... about completing it fast. It's just about well, it's going to last me yeah, gameplay. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I, f I feel like the way the games are set up is they want you to kind of play them um, not in, like, super small chunks. They want you to get it out in, like, three hours here and there, you know, like, at one time. Because you want to get through it, and then you want to get through more, and then you want to get through more. The game... Okay, so the way Odyssey is set up is you complete the game, right? And then you have... So, so I think you only need like a hundred, or I think you only need like just a little under 200 moons to complete the game. Um, but then there's like 800 extra moons. You can get up to 999. I've done that like four times. That's why I burned myself out of my Switch. I, I have like over like 400 hours on Super Mario Odyssey. And I have like over 2,000 hours on Mario Kart 8. So, in one year, I got almost 2,000 hours in one, no, no, it wouldn't have been that much, would it? That was probably over two years. I played more Mario Kart 8. Let's see. Because 2,000 two, 2, hours a day is like... Yeah, that was about in two two years, probably. Like, in a year and a half, two years, I played almost 2,000 hours of Mario Kart. I got, I'm got i fucking nuts at Mario Kart. I should have done tournaments back in the day when Mario Kart 8 was super popular. We dude, could, Mario dude, Kart's awesome. You know what, though? If you did get a Switch, we could play it at home and we could play Mario Kart. Maybe. The only thing I don't like about the Switch is that it, it's it's super it's not powerful at all. Like it's super weak. It's a weak console. It barely runs 1080p in most of the games. And when it's docked, when it's in handheld, it only runs 720p, which is fine because you know it's a handheld. You don't need 4K screen. Have you thought about getting a Steam Deck? No. I mean, yeah, you play all your games on PC anyway, so it's like, whatever. And you're not going to be like, you're not constantly traveling places either, so it's not like, you know, you don't have time to sit at home and play your games either. Yeah, and, you know, Walmart doesn't have the best Wi-Fi, so... <laughs> it would still probably only be able to stream the games in 480p. Does it stream them? I thought it downloaded them. I thought it played it like a Switch did, just with more storage and power. I've heard good things about the Steam Deck. I almost got one. I was this close. I was so close to getting one from Valve. I got on the pre-register list, and I was like this close from clicking the purchase button, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't put myself through it. I was like, dude, I, I have a huge Steam catalog, like game catalog, but I just I don't see myself playing this ever. Like, maybe on that one rare occasion... You know, where I go on a trip every, like, six years, and I go on a road trip, and I need something to do for eight hours or ten hours, you know? But that's, like, such a niche thing to buy a $500 console that's going to be outdated by the time I use it. Yeah. So, but the Switch, I think I would recommend. I, I loved my Switch. And honestly, you know, if you're only going to play it for, like, six hours a week, most likely, you're not going to burn yourself out as quick as I did, so. Yeah. I will well, say this though. Decisions. I will say this though. The Switch ends up. I feel like the Switch is like the Wii. You know, like everybody eventually has one now, and they're just collecting dust, pretty much. <laughs> really? Nintendo. Nintendo does that. Yeah. Nintendo is so good at making consoles that are super popular for the first like five years they're out, and then they just start collecting dust. Like I haven't taken my Switch out of my dock in probably six months. I'm not even kidding. Damn, dude. Yeah. It's been a while. They even had brand new Mario Kart DLC that came out for Mario Kart 8, and I was just not interested. 
I don't know what it was. I had wanted four years ago when Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out and they, and they gave you all the DLC. I was I, I was like, dude, please add more DLC, Nintendo. I would play the living shit out of this game. But they waited until this year to add DLC to the game, more DLC, like all the old maps. And I was like, dude, I'm like not interested. That was like five years ago, dude. You guys missed your opportunity. But, you know, the Switch has like almost 200 million units sold now. So it's like there's more than enough people playing it. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick to the PlayStation 5. I'll try to go. Yeah. With that. And then you get I mean, and then you get to play God of War Ragnarok and you get to play Horizon Forbidden West, which is going to take you forever. And I know that's a game you're probably going to want 100 percent like God of War as well. So you'll get out of those two games alone. You'll get your money's worth. <laughs> almost big decisions yeah that's all i have well i think that's probably a good place to end it then we hit 100 or 100 we hit an hour and 25 so i think that's perfect i think this is good we've been remember we cut... people go out and enjoy the snow yes uh and if you don't have snow um don't make fake snow like they do down in florida and it just makes and it becomes disgusting just enjoy the winter enjoy having enjoy wherever you are in your nice warm fucking beach you fucking daytona fucking losers no i'm kidding um enjoy Just enjoy enjoy your, it yeah enjoy the time it's a time of detoxing relaxing you know it's the end of the year it's winding down don't consider your don't consider this like the i wouldn't say consider don't consider it the end just consider it like the beginning of a new year you know exactly christmas, christmas is meant to be a time to not just christmas this season is meant to be a time to relax and have fun so with that we're gonna keep this up this wholesome beautiful christmas trend until um let's see with the way this is going we're gonna have a christmas eve episode raven oh, christmas is boy. on a sunday this year december calendar 2022 calendar yeah um yeah. christmas is on a sunday so we will have a christmas eve episode should we live stream that one maybe <laughs> maybe have a we'll live see. stream i don't i don't know what's going on with family and stuff so oh. I, we'll just have to see yeah well either way something big will probably happen we'll try to do something i mean this even if nothing else big happens we changed the background so fuck you guys and we had smooth christmas jazz the entire time so fuck you guys if you guys don't appreciate us um as always though we appreciate if you listen all the way through um you guys are what make this possible um i'm considering starting a patreon as well so if you guys want, I will start plugging the Patreon soon. Um, I, well, even if you don't want, I'm going to start plugging the Patreon soon. So deal with it. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, I'll get the Patreon set up. And yeah, if you guys want to support us anyway, you know, just listening to us supports us, of course. But if you guys want to go that extra step and support us with some money or anything like that, or some Patreon money or anything, just anything at all. You know, and we're also open to emails and, and, and just hearing back feedback from anything on any platform. We appreciate everybody who listens. So, as always, get out and enjoy the winter. We'll, we'll say that at the end of each of these episodes here. But, yeah. Um, thank you guys for watching and listening. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.